when you do the unscalable until you no longer can, that becomes the easiest way to stand out because what's everyone else trying to do? They're trying to scale, scale, scale. Like, how can I become more efficient? How can I take more me out of the process? How can I do less and get more? And that can sometimes be a real slippery slope. It's trendy, but it can be a real slippery slope. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where today I am grateful. Let's see, I'm grateful that my mom is on her way out to Arizona for the winter so that we can make some quality memories together. A little backstory, mom and dad used to always come out to Santa Monica in the winters, and they would stay just a few blocks away from where Lori and I were living back then. And then, of course, when dad passed in 2020, we kind of moved all sorts of things around in our world. And one of those things was, hey, you know, mom can't really come out to LA as a widowed 70-some-year-old woman very easily. And that was one of the reasons why we decided to move our home base to Scottsdale area. It's just easier for someone like that to, to spend winters, especially on their own. And then my brother and I bought her a house out there. And so now she looks forward to coming out to that house in Scottsdale every single winter. And we make memories together and watch Packer games together and do lots of really fun things together, do mom and son dates together. And so anyhow, she is on her way as we speak, as I record this, and I cannot wait to see her. And so that's what I'm grateful for today. By the way, if you're new to the show, I always start my shows with what I'm grateful for, because I just think that when you take inventory of what you have, you get more of it. And when you skip over gratitude, when you skip over taking inventory of what you have, well, then unfortunately, you kind of start to push it away and you don't realize just how good you have it. So if you're like, what was that random start? That is what the random start is. And by all means, guys, remember, always send me feedback. If you like that I'm starting shows with gratitude and that you get to know me a little bit more, awesome, let me know. And if you're like, dude, that sucks, and I hit fast forward, also let me know that. I don't care either way. I just want to create the show that works best for you. Also, did you freaking know that you have a chance to be on not just my show, but Lori's show as well? And did you know when people are on our shows, they sell so much freaking product or so much freaking service, it is crazy. Yeah, I mean, as long as they're the right fit, as long as they are the perfect fit for our audience, because you, the listener, over all these years, you've grown to trust us, right? And you know that we won't have somebody on that we don't approve of. And so when we have someone on the show, just the natural side effect is if it's a service that they have that you need, you guys tend to gravitate towards them and, and buy up their service. If it's a product that you need, you guys tend to gravitate towards them and, and buy up their product. But here's why I'm explaining this. There's something really cool that we did this year. Any new members to our elite mastermind, remember that's everyone who's making over 500 grand, typically they're all seven and eight figure earners, can apply to be in our elite mastermind this year. Well, anyone who takes the coaching membership, there's two memberships. There's a social membership and the coaching membership. And the coaching membership is the higher, bigger investment one. Well, anyone who gets accepted in the coaching membership of our elite mastermind, you also get a joint interview 
where Lori and I sit down and do an entire episode interviewing you about your story and about your service or product and your view of the world and everything else that goes out to our couple million downloads per month. Like, let that sink in a minute. Imagine what could happen for your business if you're on both of our shows, both of our platforms. And not only do the elite mastermind members who are signing up this year for the coaching membership get that, but also anyone who joined the dinner series and upgraded to the VIP membership. So when you were checking out for the dinner series, it got an invitation to upgrade for the the VIP membership. They get a mini version of being on both of our platforms and talking about their story and talking about whatever service or product they have to offer. So both of them are totally going to freaking boost your sales and give you a lot more exposure, a lot more followers, a lot more audience, the whole nine yards. We're really making an effort this year to do a great job of making our audience your audience, or I should say making our network your network. So whether you're interested in the Elite Mastermind, you can go apply at chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind, fill out the app. We'll have a conversation and see if you're a good fit. Very few spots this year, but we're going to really protect those spots and make sure we get awesome people in there. Again, go apply at chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. That's chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. Or if you want to check out the dinner series and literally make our network your network overnight, that's the purpose of that one, and spend three dinners with us and three half days of networking all spread out throughout the year. It's going to be so beautiful and so awesome. And upgrade to that VIP membership where you get a mini episode on our shows. Then you can check that one out at chrisharder.me forward slash dinner. Again, that's chrisharder.me forward slash dinner. All right, guys. So here's what I wanted to talk about today. And that's actually a really good segue. Doing the unscalable until you can no longer do it. My brother says this all the time. You know, my brother is our our integrator and our COO for our personal brands. And he had learned this somewhere else. I should probably give credit somewhere else. But the person I think of when I hear it all the time is my brother because he always repeats this to the mastermind when we're teaching together and, and to round tables when we're teaching together. And he's like, listen, you're trying to build this big, bad, exciting thing and you're forgetting to do the unscalable until you can no longer do the unscalable. And you're missing all this low-hanging fruit by doing it. I was like, man, every time I hear him say that, that's such great advice. And, and so I wanted to talk about that on the show today. Because when you do the unscalable until you no longer can, that becomes the easiest way to stand out because what's everyone else trying to do? They're trying to scale, scale, scale. Like, how can I become more efficient? How can I take more me out of the process? How can I do less and get more? And that can sometimes be a real slippery slope. It's trendy, but it can be a real slippery slope. Anytime you start saying, how do I do put less of me into it and expect more at the same time? There's ways to do that. But typically, most people try doing that too early in the process. And they miss out on sales and they miss out on referrals and they miss out on on lifelong customers. And so you guys really got to wrap your heads around doing the unscalable until you no longer can so that you do maximize your customer service. So you do maximize, let's say, renewals or repeat customers so that you do maximize referrals from your customers. In other words, when you do the unscalable until you no longer can, typically that becomes a form of marketing in itself because everybody becomes raving fans. You know, when people go through our mastermind or when they go through one of our roundtables or now this upcoming dinner series, we always say our standard for feedback is if they were telling somebody about it, like, hey, I heard you do Chris's mastermind. What's it like? 
if they said something like, um, it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 It was good. If that was their answer, I'd be destroyed. I'd be distraught. And you're probably like, why? That's a positive answer. No, it's not. We do the unscalable until we no longer can so that people's answers are, it was, wow, it was amazing. Oh my God, you've got to fight your way in. Oh my God, it's the best experience I've ever had. Oh my God, it moved the needle more than anything else I ever did. I'll be honest with you. You know what I hear the most when someone does like one of our roundtables or a mastermind or whatever? They typically come up to me at some point, totally unsolicited. And they say, you know, I just want to thank you. This is the first time I invested in an event like this where it was everything you said it would be and then some. And I'm not saying like once or twice. I'm saying every event we do, multiple people come up unsolicited and say, I just want to thank you for delivering on what you promised. I just want to thank you for making this an experience that actually moved the needle for me for once. I just want to thank you for over-delivering. And all of that comes from this concept of doing the unscalable until you no longer can. Now, to understand when you should be doing the unscalable until you no longer can and when you shouldn't, we have to first kind of unpack this idea of scaling, right? It's real trendy. Every coach out there is going to tell you, scale, 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 become more efficient, start this membership, and that way you could make more money with doing less. Make your event bigger so you can you know, make more with doing less. Make your mastermind bigger so you can make more with doing less. That's real easy advice to dole out. But now you just become some watered down version like everybody else's. There's a reason why we keep our elite level mastermind small and intimate, where we only allow 25 businesses in there. Ends up being like 30 humans, sometimes with business partners and spouses. But there's a reason why we try and cap it at 25 businesses. We could scale it to four times that and make four times the money. But now we've lost what makes it special. And you know the old saying, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered? There's truth to that. If you're like, scale, 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 more, 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 money, money, money you start to lose your special sauce. You start to lose your special something. Now, I'm not saying don't ever do it, but I am saying don't be in such a rush to do it or consider top-line revenue versus bottom-line revenue and ask yourself, is it even worth scaling? You know, when you're making this decision of do I scale or not scale, you have to ask yourself, what will scaling cost me? I gotta be real. We've got a lot of friends that are at the top of their game and have similar products as us, right? Except I'll tell you something, little inside secret. They might make two or three or four times the top line revenue that we do in a year. But they only net like 10% or 20% more than us. Whoa, let that sink in. In other words, they have so many team members, so many moving parts, so much in ads, so much in inventory, so much in, in whether it's a store, whatever it is. They scale, 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 scale. And then they're like, yay, look at my top line revenue. And I'm like, oh, cool. What'd you guys net this year? And they're like, we netted X. And I'm like, wait, we netted the same. Or that's only like 20% more than we netted, but you made four times the revenue. In other words, when it all shakes out, it's about what you get to keep. So imagine this. Imagine you get to do what you love. You get to provide a product or a service that really works and that you're really proud of and you know is not slipping. And at the end of the year, when all the expenses are done being accounted for, you earn about the same as the, the next bigger, shinier person out there that's saying, scale, 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 scale. It's real eye-opening. It's real eye-opening. What do you want? Do you want a team of 25 people 
to net the same thing as the guy that has a team of five people? I mean, really think about that because it matters when you're trying to figure out, should I do the unscalable until I no longer can, in other words, go that extra mile for everybody, or should I just worry about efficiency and scaling? Because it can be kind of a, a fool's errand. It can be kind of a, a lost pursuit, if you will. And not always, by the way, I am not anti-scaling. There are types of businesses where scaling should be the main game. There are times when scaling should be the main point. But too many people are coming to me saying, this coach told me I need to scale, scale, scale. This coach told me I need to start this product. This coach told me I need to add this service. I'm like, well, do you want to do that? Like, no. Well, why are you doing it? Because they said that it would scale. I mean, imagine this. A lot of people are doing things they don't want to do because someone told them it would scale. Well, congratulations, you built yourself kind of a prison. So I'm telling you, add that extra coaching component to your, your mastermind until you can't or, or add that extra in-person meeting until you can't. Or if you're a one-on-one coach, you know, fly people to your home for the initial kickoff meeting until you can't or send those handwritten thank you letters until you can't or the extra customer appreciation gifts until you can't or answer all your questions, everyone's questions on Instagram until you no longer can or, or jump on the phone with that potential customer that says, hey, I've got some questions. Would you ever jump on the phone with me? And you know, I, I hear people up there say, nope, tell them you don't do sales calls for this. What? I just jumped on one the other day. We didn't plan on doing any sales calls, but I jumped on actually two of them. I jumped on two of them the other day because people are like, hey, I've got some questions about the dinner series. Would you ever just jump on and let me ask? I said, yeah, here's my number. Do the unscalable until you no longer can. Because one of the most benefits to doing this, one of the most biggest benefits, obvious benefits to doing the unscalable is that you're always going to give that better customer service experience, which means your retention goes way up, which means future sales are easier, which also means word of mouth starts working in your favor. And referrals start pouring in, which means you get to save on marketing. See how this starts to spiral in your favor if you do the unscalable until you no longer can? Another reason to do the unscalable until you no longer can is that it really keeps you in touch with what your customers want and what's working and what's not working so that you don't become out of touch. And so that you don't start making the wrong decisions and the wrong guesses. When you're staying in the front lines with your customers for as long as you can until you no longer can, you're getting real life feedback and that allows you to make great decisions that allows you to make great sales, that then allows you to make great money. So for what it's worth, as you're starting to plan your 2024, as you're starting to map out how much do I want to make, as you're starting to map out your plans to scale, I love scaling a business. I love growing it to its maximum revenue. But I also love keeping as much of it as possible at the end of the year and making sure my customers love, not just like, but absolutely love the product or service that they bought from us. And we do that by doing the unscalable until we no longer can. And when that moment hits, maybe we'll decide that that's not a product we scale, just like that elite mastermind. Anyway, I'd love to get your feedback on this. And if you want to join this year's elite mastermind, or at least apply for it, go to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. And if you want to join the dinner series, go to chrisharder.me forward slash dinner. That's chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind or chrisharder.me forward slash dinner. Thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. 
It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.